Hey, you guys. Thank y'all so much once again for being a special guest here on season seven of Black Canvas. We have a amazing artist that many of you guys have already heard on the show. He actually owns the distinction now of being on the show the most times out of any of my guests. So this is the third time. First time we did an interview on Black Canvas. Second time he performed on Space Between. And this third time, I really wanted to just have a conversation about life, about his new music. And so this is just an amazing opportunity for us to reintroduce ourselves to Mr. Dorian Lake. Thank you for being here once again. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, I did not know that I had that honor. Now I, I feel so honored. <laughs> Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So Dorian and I have been working on a lot of things recently. And I first want to start by saying happy belated birthday. So I did call him on his birthday. So don't call me out, you guys. I did call him. But he had an amazing birthday <laughs> and happy anniversary. So he's had a lot of great things that's been going on the last couple of weeks. So I want to first start off with saying those two things. Well, thank you so much. I, I, I really appreciate that. Yes, uh, I've celebrated two years of marriage, 13 years of my relationship on the 21st of July, and then I celebrated my 33rd birthday on the 14th. So, yes, so much going on and so much to celebrate and be thankful for. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I remember you guys when I was 33. That surely wasn't yesterday, but it was. <laughs> but it's one of those things you just never forget those moments when you have great, successful times. And he also released a amazing song that just came out it was more of a dance song and he wanted to get out of his comfort zone do you mind telling us we're going to start off with that one what went into producing your new hit song do you oh my goodness well thank you yes i i wanted to do something that um one celebrated um something, a milestone that I had accomplished. So on my 30th birthday is when I actually released my first ever song, Anything Goes. And I said, you know what? I've got to release some more music on that anniversary because it just feels like, you know, not only a birthday of mine, but when I really took a shift into, you know, my professional career as an artist. And so I really wanted to release something celebratory. And do you just fit that, that, feeling and energy that I was feeling at the time. And then once uh, Beyonce released uh, Break My Soul, I was like, okay, yes. Like, it's all about the dance vibes right now this summer. So it was really something fun. And although actually the subject matter is very personal and quite sad, actually, because it speaks about a relationship that really has kind of been severed. And you're just wondering if that person still thinks of you or has some of the same feelings you do. But the contrast of that is in the instrumentation. And so I felt like it was just such a timely thing. And the reception and love has been so great so far. So I, I've been so overwhelmed and fulfilled with the love. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And it kind of goes into two artists I want to discuss. So you just mentioned, of course, Beyonce, who we all know, amazing artist. The queen. Absolutely. And has a great song that's <laughs> out her new album, of course, will be coming out at the end of this week. But I do want to talk about duets. So there's two artists that come to mind that I think you could do an amazing duet with. Of course, Monica, we, we can talk about her all day long. Amazing. <laughs> but I was thinking yes. of Sam Smith. And so we kind of talked about a song called Another One that I had Dorian listen to, which I think kind of reminds me of Do Ya because it's just a song that's a happy dance song, but there's a hidden message underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. And so I love when I heard your song and mm -hmm. then you have released it 
it just put me in the mindset of Sam Smith. So if you had an opportunity to do a duet with any artist in the world, who would you choose? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, I, I love that Sam, Sam Smith song, by the way. And thank you for putting me onto it because it, it's amazing. Right now, I have been going crazy for Chris Brown. And I actually just recently saw him here in D.C. in concert. So I think I would love to do a duet with him because you know what? That Warm Embrace song, I feel like is something that I would have loved to even have sung myself. (laughs) So I would love to create some type of musical magic with him. I think that we definitely could. He's super talented. He's amazing. I agree. Now tell me what Warm Embrace, is that the video that he did with Normani? Yes, yes, yes. The video was amazing. And I was just like, wow, it, it took the video, the song, the love that I have for the song just grew even more with the video, I should say. It was just one of those things where I was like, wow, I, I love this. Yes, yes. Now, there is a song that I love that he did with Justin Bieber. I cannot remember the, the name of it right now. It's slipping my, my tongue. But I want you to look it up. And he does it live pretty often. And it's a slower song. I'm going to have to really look it up because it's going to drive me crazy if I cannot get the name of it. But it was a song with Chris Brown and um, Justin Bieber, and it was on one of his later albums. So if any of you guys, the listeners, know that song, look it up. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, Dorian? With- I, you know what? I honestly am feeling like I know the song. I just can't think of the actual title or even um, the melody to it. But I know that they work together because I was going through his entire catalog on the way to the concert. Okay, so I know I've heard it. <laughs> but yeah, somebody hook us up and give us the title. I think it just came back to me. Don't check on me. Don't check on me. Okay, okay. And Justin's amazing too. So, I mean, they're they're both great. So I, I've got to even give that one a, another spin myself. <laughs> oh, man. That is a song. And he sings it live, actually, better than he does on the record. When I watched it on YouTube and I listened to it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is an amazing song. And I think it also just kind of tells people about, like, almost like setting boundaries. Like, you know, I'm moving on with my life and don't check on me. I just love that song. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a lover of anything in music that is, you know, filled with substance, especially with the lyrics and things like that, because I just feel like, you know, music is so powerful. So any kind of music that has, you know, a, a real solid foundation of substance, I'm all for listening to, because you really get a sense of the artist. That's true. And so speaking of artists and music changing, can you tell me how has your taste in music changed over the years? Oh, I well, changing in the sense of evolving, I should say. It's not like I've I've really turned away from anything that I used to love because I've always and will always love R and B at my core and center. Um, but I've been diving into so many different types of other sounds and genres and artists and things like that just to expand my palette, even as an artist. And so, um, I, I should say it's more so evolving rather just trying and, and diving into new genres. I've been getting into uh, country more. I love Carrie Underwood's new album, Denim and Rhinestones. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go see her in concerts. So I would say it's changing in that way. It's getting more colorful in my ear. That's good. Yeah, Carrie Underwood is just an artist, not only of this generation, but it's the, the song she's released. Um, I can listen to her all day long. I just, I'm trying to think of what is my favorite Carrie Underwood song because there, there's so many of them that I like. 
Hmm. I'm trying to think. That's going to be a hard one for me because I'm telling you, I'm listening to. I'm really in like in my mind, like <laughs> like a good five or six of them, and I'm trying to see which one I love the most. Yeah. The, oh, the bullet. Now that song, you need to hear that one. And for anyone who knows what I'm talking about, heard that song, the bullet. Okay. It is an emotional song, and it just really just takes you on on an actual ride. I mean, it's it's very emotional. So that would be my favorite Carrie Underwood song. And I think a second that I like, of course, we go back to the original Carrie Underwood days. Um, I love So Small because yeah. that that was just a, a, a great mm. version. And she thinks she's done many versions of it, but I love hearing her sing that. And then she sung, um, I think with Vince Gill, How Great Thou Art on a live performance. And that was one of the best versions I've ever heard of that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, she has a duet with, um, oh my goodness, the, her name is Cece Winans. That duet that they did her, on her gospel album, it, it puts me into that space all every time I listen to it. I'm just like, I feel like I'm in front of the throne of grace. I'm like, they are so anointed. And to hear them together, it was just amazing. But one of my other favorite Carrie Underwood songs, I would have to say, is Drinking Alone from one of her uh, more previous albums. I love that record. It is, she can sing. I think she just has such a soulful voice. She does. Like, she reminds me of, like, how Kelly Clarkson was when she first began, because everyone's, like, comparing Kelly to, like, a young Aretha because of the way she sung. But the one thing I love about Carrie Underwood, as well as um, Kelly Clarkson, is that they did different types of music. And, you know, Kelly Clarkson was able to do mm-hmm. punk rock and, you know, pop and R&B. And then, of course, the Christmas record that was just amazing. So I love artists like that who can evolve with the times. But it goes into my next question for you, Dorian, is if you had a time machine and you could either go back to the past or you can actually move forward into the future, which one would you choose? (laughs) You made it hard because you said if I could go into the future, that's like, uh, I would love to, of course. But I'm just going to say I really, really, really love the 80s for some reason. I was born in 89, so I say I'm an 80s baby. (laughs) But I really would love to kind of jump into the time like when Michael Jackson Thriller was out, you know, for the first time or Bad and that album and that era. I I really just feel like that was a time to be alive. And I just felt like there was so much amazing talent out there at the time anyway. It was just such a, a... amazing time in pop culture as a whole. I'm, I'm thinking of just like movies and everything. I would love to to jump into that world in the early 80s and, and kind of get a real 80s experience as an artist. Absolutely. I mean, for me, I would definitely say the 60s and 70s if I, mm. because I love disco and like, I think like that was, and I love the way it's been used and sampled um, in so much music now, mm. like Dua Lipa, um, and levitating. I mean, you can hear disco elements in that. You can listen to Bruno Mars, who's used different types of things where it's like you would never think, even The Weeknd, like there's ways where you can listen to certain beats or the way it's done. And I just feel like there's a lot of artists that have been influenced by the 60s and 70s. And then I love Harry Styles. And my favorite Harry Styles song is Fallen. And I could just hear like someone like a Paul McCartney doing a version of that or John Lennon like 
I just love that type of music. And so, yeah, 60s, 70s, of course, the 80s are amazing. I mean, that was the whole journey, Poison, you know, like we can go into all of the music that was great. But I definitely love the yeah. 60s and 70s. That probably be a time that I, if I could go back, I would love to hear the music. And then also, when we think about where we were in the world in the 60s, you know, as it relates to people of color mm-hmm. and how things were just changing around a lot of different laws that, of course, we know things that have shifted recently, but there were a lot of things out there in the 70s and 60s that I think so many of our ancestors or family members had to endure and experience, and they were able to fight through and to make it through a lot of experiences. So, yeah, that would be the time frame I would choose. I love that. I, I, I agree. I think that that's a, a beautiful time frame to reflect back on as well. I mean, so much amazing music that still has stood the test of time. Even now, I, I find myself listening to music from that time. So for sure, yes. But yeah, you cannot go wrong with that. I mean, Michael Jackson, of course, is one of my top three artists of all time. And I just loved his music and he just very influential what if you were a dancer, singer, actor, like he just knew how to create an experience with a music video that you just never would forget. And so the music was already great, but he just knew how to have elements where people were going to just be excited. And so I, I really do miss, you know, Michael not being here, but just there's no artist that will ever compare to what he was able to do. No, not at all. Just one of a kind. And, you know, it's it's so crazy. I was watching a YouTube clip the other day of kids, you know, in this generation that really weren't even born, you know, by the time he had passed. Um, and now they're just now getting into him and, and they're loving the music and they're so excited about his music videos and things like that. It was a really cool YouTube clip I, I found. I'll have to send it to you. But it was awesome just to see that, you know, his music really does stand the test of time. And it's just it's timeless. It, it's so unique. It's the blueprint, really, I feel like. I agree 100 percent on that. Now, I have a odd question. But I think you can answer this really well. So. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all of your human needs, such as like food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you have to have with you when you were on the actual deserted island? Oh, okay. <laughs> do, do people count? I would. I want to say my husband, number one. <laughs> <laughs> people can count i just want to see what your answer is going to be i'm about to say boy you might get in trouble but yeah you can use any it could be a person it could be objects it could be anything so i'll help you I mean, if it was me i'll go first this might be helpful the first thing i definitely okay. would need is either a compass because i'm terrible with directions <laughs> so the compass probably would be one <laughs> But I definitely would probably want a flashlight or some kind of reflector or something, because if someone is coming to hopefully rescue or save me, I want to be able to make sure I can find a way to get someone's attention or maybe a radio. But it would have to be one of those three for sure, because, I mean, for me, I'd probably be like, "Uh, where am I going? Why am I here? I probably wouldn't even make it that long. And as much as I love Survivor, I mean, I don't know if I would last a whole week (laughs) on there. First of all, I probably would get into with everybody on the show. But outside of that, like, just being in the elements that long, I just don't know how that would work for me. So, 
I, I, Jeff Crows, I love you. One of my favorite hosts of all time. I'm never auditioning for it unless they were able to keep me maybe on a deserted island with a lot of food <laughs> somewhere. But but I would love Survivor. But when I think <laughs> of that question, it just reminds me of like, what if those people really were stuck there for longer than they were? How would they make it? But so your first answer, let's see what your two are going to be. I'm going to put you back on the spot. <laughs> I feel like if I was to say my husband, I'd be cheating because he's an internal GPS on all days from Hawaii. So he would know how to survive on, on an island. Um, that would be my cheat code. But I, if it was just me, I think that I would have to have um, some type of uh, music player um, where I can kind of keep a charge of some kind of way because that is part of my sanity. And then also I think I would need like a compass or map for sure because I would be lost in the sauce if I did not. I think I need to be able to have something like that with me so I can at least know where I'm at at all times. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I love that you were able to kind of go along with me on that because I'm telling you, I am directionally challenged. I always like to laugh and tell people, like, if you want to know a landmark, I can tell you any food restaurant, any, like, malls or things nearby, I know that well. You ask me a street name, and I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I And that's been my whole life. But, I mean, I'm working on that. But, boy, I tell you, I, I, whew, it wouldn't be a good but pretty picture. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> just to make you feel better I, I started a new job two months ago and i literally am still using the gps to get there if i don't have a gps i don't know where i'm going I, i've got to have the gps on at all times when i'm in the car well i'm glad to hear i don't feel bad yo we i know somebody else on here listening is definitely the same as both of us so we need to start a club like the directionally challenged anonymous <laughs> <laughs> well, the first step we did admit that we're probably listening to life is truly unmanageable, but that is hilarious. <laughs> yes, the first step is admitting. Yeah, and the second step is XML. <laughs> so can you tell me, what was the last gift that you received? Do you remember? Yes, um, and that is an easy question because my anniversary just passed, and you know what? It was the most touching gift I had ever gotten from someone. My husband made me cry. Um, it was this framed, I posted it on my Instagram. I'll have to send it to you though. But it was this photo um, framed made of cloth. And so he follows this tradition that every year on the anniversary, you're supposed to follow a tradition. And I guess uh, for year two, the theme is cotton. And so he made this um, printed out in the shape of a record um, of our duet, Infinity, with our names on it, the year that we got married and the dates, the lyrics, and it kind of all kind of goes into like, you know, the shape of a actual record. And so it's just so beautiful and thoughtful. And it just really touched me. That was the last gift I got and one of the best, actually. That is really nice. Now, what about the last gift you gave someone? The last gift I gave was a wallet for my husband. <laughs> he he wanted a, another wallet, and um, the the one he had was starting to rip up and tear up. And I was like, okay, we'll get you something smaller, something nice. And he actually loved the way mine looked, so I got him one in a different color. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> now, this is the fun question. Now that I know the last gift you gave and you received, do you consider yourself to be a giver or a receiver? 
I'm definitely a giver. Um, and I say that because I don't think that gifts are always a physical thing. I'm someone that's very giving of my time, my resources, my love, my energy. You know what I mean? I, I'm one that just does without really even thinking twice about it just because, you know, I, if I love somebody or if someone's in need, I, I'm going to do it. And so that's something I definitely um, just kind of do naturally. And I agree. I think during that's when one of your strongest traits is that you do give your time and energy to people. And I feel like you don't do it in a way where you deplete yourself. You really are doing it because you want to give it and you've all made time for yourself before you give it to others, which I think is so important because many of us who work multiple jobs, have other careers and, and hobbies, if you don't make time for you, you will get eaten up with either stress or anxiety or you can develop what we call compassion fatigue. And it's hard for you to actually want to spend time with others because you're constantly thinking of the next thing you need to do or you're beating yourself up because you didn't do what you said you were gonna do. And so I love that you, that's one thing you've always been pretty good at. Hey, I need 10 minutes or I need to do this or I have something I have going on, I'll get back to you. But you always do it in such a gracious way where people can feel respected, yeah. but also you're setting a boundary. And I think boundary setting is so important. Thank you so, so much. You know what? I actually have just started getting better with that, to be 100% honest. And I think the pandemic is something that helped me jumpstart that and learning how to create certain boundaries and learning, you know, that it is okay to, to say no at that time to somebody. And if you can get back to them, you know, do it. You know, it, it was something I had to learn because I've just been such a I don't want to say a yes man by nature, but I, I am just a giver. And so it was something I had to learn, you know, if you can't love yourself fully and, and be able to be whole or, or have the energy or stamina to be able to give or do for someone, you're really not going to be the real service you would like to be anyway. So you really have to do those kind of check-ins with yourself and create those boundaries just for self-preservation. Absolutely. And then also just remembering to tell you people that know it's a complete sentence and you don't have to give a long explanation after you say no. And I feel like that is something for many of us feeling we have to justify or rationalize something. No is no. And I feel like people, if they love you and they respect you, they'll understand why. Or if they don't understand, then that's their issue, not yours. And so I'm, I'm glad that you have gotten to that point where you're developing that ability to say no and stand firm in a no. That way you know what you're saying yes to in a positive direction. Yes, yes, for sure. So, Dorian, I only got a few more for you. So, the first one I really want to ask, which I think is great for many of us to learn, because if you've been able to work through this, this will help a lot of people in their careers and personal life. But can you tell us, how do you manage your career and balance also your relationship and hobbies at the same time? You know, I heard one time on a podcast that someone had said that they, they broke their 24 hours of a day up into different days. Um, and I don't know why. Once I heard that and I was like, wait, you mean I can break up my day into three eight-hour days? And in eight hours, I, had, I say, okay, let's do this, this, and this, and this, this, and this, and that. Something about the way I visualize that in my mind really helps me organize things more efficiently. And so it, it was one of the things that helped me be like, okay, 
in this eight hour block of my day, I have to make sure I get such and such and such done. In this eight hour block, I know I have to work or in this eight hour block, I know I want to be sleep. You know what I mean? And so I don't know why breaking it up like that really helps me organize. And it's been something that's helped me keep a certain rhythm and routine that's been good for my mental health, even honestly. I like that too. I mean, I used to um, work at a facility and we did what we call like a health and recovery plan. And so we mm-hmm. talked about like your basic needs, your social needs, your spirituality. And then we also talked about recovery. And for many people who don't struggle with addiction, recovery can mean even your me time. And so I think like it's important to remember like there's many basic needs that we have when we lose sight of those because sometimes we tell ourselves that it's not a need, it's just a want. But once you can identify what those basic needs are and then socially, Socializing doesn't mean you have to be in social circles. You know, sometimes socializing can mean talking to someone when you need to or setting a boundary of how long you're going to talk or if I'm bending versus acting for advice or suggestions. And of course, when we think of spirituality, you know, you can have a religious belief and be spiritual or have one or the other and, or vice versa. And so I think like finding mm-hmm. that spiritual connection, meditation, um, square breathing, um, we kind of talked about uh, one of your favorite new artists that I um, put you on to learning about um, who does a lot of meditation. And we talked about him many times before. You know, it's it's important that to be able to have someone you connect with or something that keeps you centered and I think, and grounded. And I think that helps so many people. So I'm glad that you were able to say, hey, I'm, I break it down into three, eight hours, you know, in a 24-hour period. And then I get to choose um, how much time I devote to each thing in those eight-hour spans. So I think that's great. Yes, thank you. And I'm so glad you touched on, you know, just the spirituality aspect of it because that really has been the strength that keeps me going. There's times where I do feel like either I'm on autopilot or I look around and I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing this, but God. (laughs) So I really, I think that that's the core of my strength and ability to kind of just keep a perception of, uh, in perspective, really, on on what all I have to do and what all I can and can't do, because I'm only one at the same time. Absolutely, Dwayne. And I, I think you do it well. I think that's something that you should be proud of, that you are, and grateful for, that you have been able to devote yourself to yourself and then being able to find that time with, within your day to still do other things that are productive, but also things where you don't have to do a hundred things to feel like you're doing well you can sometimes do one thing really great and that's enough and even if that one thing is just getting a good eight hours of rest or having room sleep like that's better than not having any and so I feel like for so many people we we compare ourselves and we look at what other people are doing and I know for me I don't do that I've, I've learned to create my own path in my own lane and I stay in my own lane and stay focused on that because my goals are going to reach to the pinnacle of the success that's meant for me. And I don't have to worry about what the next person is doing because that's only going to either detour me or it can cause me to lose sight of, of who I am. And I want to develop what we call a healthy ego instead of an inflated ego, which can lead to grandiosity. And so I'm, I'm so glad that you've been able to work through a lot of those challenges and you're finding time for you. Thank you. Yes. And you just said a whole word with that. So amen. (laughs) (laughs) So Doreen, last question I have for you, if you can kind of plug and let us know 
what are some new things you're working on? And then before you actually answer that, I want to tell our listeners, so this is a behind the scenes. So Dory and I have been kind of working on a lot of stuff recently. So we may have some new stuff coming out as far as a new theme song very soon. And then Dorian has actually, we've been kind of going over songs together. And so I've been not telling anyone this, but I've been recording a few things and send them to Dorian because I think it'd be really cool for him to, to come up with some creative ideas. And we've come up with some really fun things thus far. And so I told him, I was like, if you need me for anything, let's kind of sit down and talk about it. So music is not my main source, of course, of income. I like doing it for fun, just to play around. And so I was like, oh, this would be cool for me to get someone who I really trust and entrust, you know, words and lyrics and melodies that I come up with. And I felt like he would be a great person to release some new stuff with. And I want him to win and do well. And so we've been talking for a couple of weeks now about some ideas and I sent him some stuff the last couple of weeks. And so hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to make all this work and we'll have some new stuff coming out for for him and hopefully for the show. So I wanted to start with that, that that was something I was always afraid to do because I'm like, I like to do it for fun, but I've been really excited about a lot of things that we've been coming up with. So we'll see. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, you are being very uh, kind and gracious about speaking on your talents because you are very talented and hearing your your way of melody and how you sing, your tone, um, your style of singing even just kind of gives me the vibes that I love when I listen to like Brandy and artists like that. And so I, I just want you to know, like, it may be something you may just do for fun, but you you really have something there and so yes y'all we have been bouncing ideas back and forth and he's been sending me stuff for reference and it's exciting just even having him want to share his light with me um it it really was great but yes you guys i just dropped my new song do ya um and that is the kickoff to my ep 33 that is going to be dropping next month. And that is a three-track EP. And I'll honestly be promoting two eras at once. My album, The Arrival, just dropped this May. And so my single, Proud, is out right now. It's being sent to radio and things like that. And I'm seeing the streams go up. The love has been great. And the music video for that is coming very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that. More music videos, more performances. You can find me on all social media at It's Dorian Official. Yes, you guys, so much more in store. I'm just so proud of you, Dorian. I really am. Like, you have what it Thank takes. You. Ah, you do. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, you you honestly, the love and support has been so fulfilling um, and just honestly so needed. I, I'm really grateful for you. I'm grateful for our friendship. I tell people about you all the time and how, you know, our connection is just helping me stay inspired. And, you know, I, I love the show, the podcast, both of them. I, I love everything that you've got going on. And so I just appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I'm just glad to be a small glimmer in your light. And I just want you to continue to keep shining bright, letting people know that you're in this to, to not only win, but to find happiness in the small little steps towards your success. And so I'm, I know that it's going to blow up. I know that the right person is going to get their hands on a lot of this music. 
and hopefully what you and I cook up will definitely help put your next album because I know you'll have a full length album coming up soon through the stratosphere so I just yeah. want to be a part of that journey to help the best I can and you just keep on singing your heart out and, and being who you are and people are going to connect with that thank you so much yes I, I really want to craft a full length body of work and your light will definitely be a, a part of that for sure thank you for having me Oh, you're welcome. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we thank you, Dorian, and you will always be the first artist on here three times, which is amazing. You will definitely be back soon. And I want to hear a lot of the new music once the EP comes out. We want to hear all three songs. And then hopefully at that time, I'm going to get him to sing a Monica song that we talked about before. <laughs> That he tried to, to to skirt around and say, oh, I don't know about it. yeah, but we're gonna have Angel of Mine on here <laughs> by then. <laughs> will do, will do. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dorian. Well, you have a great rest of your day, and thank you so much for being here once again. You as well. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, 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 oh.